Welcome into the fourth mother box. Happy New Year's Eve. It is December 31st, 2023. I hail from the Valley of the Sun in Phoenix, Arizona and the foothills of some mountains. And it is a solo show from Tom for the second year in a row on New Year's Eve. You just get me with my bottle of black and my prickly pear cocktail mix and a whiskey glass. So thank you for joining. You are following us at Fourth Motherbox on Instagram, youtube.com slash Fourth Motherbox, and the Fourth Motherbox podcast on Facebook. We've made a lot of great new friends and listeners this year. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining into this section of the podcast world that I, myself, Tom Oakry, and Kyle Cosentino, who isn't with us tonight, he's in Europe. Let's hope he stays there. God. Um, but if not, he's got some news, some great news to share when he gets back. But that's Kyle's story to tell. Um, yes, he is pregnant. Uh, but let's, I digress. The fourth mother box is a culmination of so many things. It was bred from Zack Snyder's Justice League. It evolved through our love for Metallica and comic books. And it's continuing with, let's call it, a rivalry of sorts across the airwaves with our podcast brethren and we'll get into that in a little bit but because it's a solo show and it's me you know music is a big part of my life it's a big part of mine and Kyle's life so this show is going to be a little bit you know the same way it was structured last year with some talking with some jams so just ride along with me for as long as we can you know grab your drink your vapor whatever your vice is but this is the fourth mother box we start with arguably a song from the album of the year. Uh, my favorite song off of 72 Seasons, You Must Burn.
song's so fucking good. You must burn. 72 seasons. Thank you, Metallica. God, I've said so much already about that album this year. And I'll be continuing to say it. I'm listening to the shit out of 72 seasons. Thank you. Thank you, Metallica, for putting it out this year. Such a great year to put it out. Um, it was a great year for music. Great year for Metallica. Great year for Metallica fans. Not such a great year for comic book movies. We know about the successes already. Guardians 3, Barbie did fantastic. Oppenheimer did well. uh, Across the Spider-Verse and all that good stuff. Those are well-deserved movies that are great in their own right. But, um, you know, fuck. uh, The Marvels, Aquaman 2, um, The Flash, to name a few. Absolute horse crap box office now i liked the flash i like the flash did not see the marvels um but i did see aquaman too ladies and gentlemen of the fourth mother box listening to this podcast this evening oh tom saw aquaman too and i'm sorry kyle we're gonna talk about it more but i hated this movie so fucking much i have to talk about it now i have been like sitting on this like and i don't even know where to fucking begin first off First off, Warner Brothers, you owe me the $20 that I paid nat- matinee prices for to Harkins for my, a ticket for my wife and I for seeing Aqu- Aquaman 2. You want to know why? Because it's the first time in four months that she, uh, her and I were able to take a proper date night thanks to my father-in-law and my mother-in-law who watched Lily for several hours so we can go out, have dinner, and go see Aquaman 2 at the Lost Kingdom, right? You know, I'm... We're big fans here at the fourth mother box of <laughs> uh, the Snyderverse, right? This is why the fourth mother box exists because of J- Zack Snyder's Justice League. So Aquaman 2 is this ending, right, to the beloved Snyderverse. And I know not everybody liked it, and that's fine. No, not everybody has to like it. Things aren't made. I mean, they're made with the intent for everybody, but it's just someone's not going to like it, right? Like, I prefer. Henry Cavill's Superman to like the Christopher Reeve. Some people think I'm like a fucking cuckoo clock when I say that shit. Like I'm crazy. It's just how I feel. And it's okay to feel that way. (laughs) Um, In any event, Aquaman 2 sucked so bad. What a terrible ending to the Snyderverse. What the fuck? It looked like it was edited by a flying squirrel. Like you took the brain of a flying squirrel and you put it into like a sloth. Like the DMV sloth from Zootopia. And then you get the Zootopia sloth with the squirrel brain. You get it to do a bunch of meth, right? Like some hardcore blue chipping teeth bleeding meth. And then you get it to say, here, sloth, here's a bunch of great footage that we had to do reshoots four fucking times for. I don't know. And we got this great acclaimed director at the helm. And then the we want you to put a product out that looks like a seven-year-old took some Play-Doh, ate it, and shit out. What's the product, and we won't. That's what we want Aquaman two to look like, and that's that's what it felt like. I saw, I, I it, like the beginning, like the only part of the movie that felt cohesive was the stuff between he and Orm, in the middle. The rest of it, fuck, fuck it, fuck it. It's 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 and it's it takes so goddamn much for me to say horrible things about Aquaman two, or just j- just about DC in general. You should know this. I'm a homer, and I fell asleep during this. I'm done. This sucked. This movie absolutely fucking sucked. And I'm going to talk more about it with Kyle. I'm getting so angry right now about it. Speaking of fucking sucking, just freaking wrestling podcast 
a big part of Fourth Motherbox 2023. Now, I'm not quite sure if I'm able to call No Rat P Trap No Rat P Trap anymore. You know, going over there at Just Freaking Wrestling Podcast or JFW Podcast on Instagram and Just Freaking Wrestling on YouTube and Facebook, wherever you get podcasts. Their last episode of 23 is already out right now. Um, and that's where No Rat P Trap or P Trap, he will always be P Trap, at least P Trap. That's all you get, little boy. He'll be P Trap. I guess he did his diss track. I have not listened to the episode yet. I need to sit down and do a proper listening. I'm not at home. I'm not in Orlando right now in Central Florida dominating the Disney and Universal theme parks like Red Rapture does. P-Trap. I'm in Phoenix. I'm visiting family, you know, taking a break, right, while you're over there slamming old styles and getting into fights with your ladies club. Haven't listened to that episode yet, but I intend to very much have... One of your guys, Double J, on the first episode of Fourth Mother Box, and I'm gonna get down to the, I'm gonna get to the bottom of some shit, and you're not gonna like it, man. <laughs> it's, this is what you get. You're in deep with me. You're in deep with the Fourth Mother Box. Give me all your loving, Pat. Come on. You're in deep. Mike's in deep, and Travis. And I thought there was a fourth person person who was going to be in deep today, but I was mistaken. So. Trizzle J or Fizzle D or whatever that person's name was. Um, you keep on kicking ass, and um, if you want to kick Mike in the crotch for us, we'd be we'd be pleased. Um, but we had a lot of bantering back and forth with JFW, and and I'm not gonna lie, I absolutely love their show. I love their stick. I love their podcast. I love um, uh, I love the Power Hour as well with Steve and C Red and Rion Skills. I enjoy all of that. I I've been getting back into wrestling, um, specifically. And th- this will segue into kind of talking about where I'll be going in less than a month. But um, getting into wrestling and then listening to the JFW podcast has truthfully helped me get kind of back into the game of things. Now, I haven't been to like a rock pro wrestling show or an indie federation show in Chicago in a very long time. God. <sighs> I, sitting, I, I'm sitting. I'm trying to pull the year out of my head. I really don't even know the last one I was at. Other, other than one I may have wrestled on as like a yard, yarder slash semi-work, whatever you want to call that. It's just a fan show, whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, I can't I can't remember. That's okay. It's been a long time, but listening to them, you know, the way they recap things like Rocket Pro and um, all, all the other local feds, and I don't want to misquote because I don't know all of them. Um, it's easy to follow, right? And it feels like I know what's going on. And then when I'm in part of the Rock Pro Wrestling Group Facebook page, I can terrorize Travis, Mike, and P-Trap for the atrocities that they continue to spew on the airwaves of the podcast community. I need to go to the FCC, to the commissioner of the podcasting, you know, Commissioner Poddu, whatever the fuck his name is, Job of the, po- Job of the Pod, Pod of the, Pod of the Hut or something. Who, who the fuck knows? Everybody shut the hell up. This is a solo show, okay? So Kyle's not here, so this is going to be the greatest show of all time. Like, listens will be through the roof. You, you, like, you, you'll never see listens like this ever again because Kyle will join the show. Ugh, it'll ruin us. Travis is right. Kyle is holding me down. Um, but Mike is very jealous of you, P-Trap. So this stuff with JFW, right, it's 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 taken in the to next level, right? Next level. We have to take it in the next level, right? Double J is going to come on. We're going to start some shit. And I'm going to be in Chicago a few times next year. Um, August for sure. And the other time, we'll see. We'll see. Might just have to poke around at the Rocket Pro schedule. 
and we'll see what happens. Might have to show up. I don't know. I definitely want to check it out. We definitely have to sit down and do a live uh, JFW Fourth Motherbox collaboration between the two of us, Kyle, myself, and Dumb Dumber and the better idiot over there, over on Just Friggin' Wrestling. But in all seriousness, thank you for the love and the banter, JFW, and to the extension of the better podcast over you guys, the power hour. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to take a dig. No, in all serious, Travis, Mike, and Pat from Tom and Kyle. It's been a spectacular part of 2023 doing this with both podcasts. I mean everything I've said, and I will say everything I mean. And I can't wait to take it to the next level in 24. Um, so with that being said, like I made mention earlier, Just Freaking Wrestling helped me get back into, into the WWE. I've been paying attention from afar always. But then Survivor Series happened and CM Punk showed up, right? And so I'm like, oh, I'm all my guys back in my favorite wrestling, you know, you know, federation and our wrestling company. And I knew that the Royal Rumble was going to be in Tampa, right? I had heard that when, when they announced it forever ago, and, I'm, and I was my interest was peaked to go there because even the rumors about The Rock and Roman Reigns at Mania. So I'm like, oh, maybe this is how The Rock does it. He shows up at the Rumble somehow, yada, yada. But then when Punk returned... It was just a matter of time to make sure I had the funds to pay for one ticket to the Royal Rumble in Tampa on the 27th of January. I think it's 27th. So I cannot wait for it now. Um, I'm pretty much fully much invested in all that. Um, God, I hope. I'm a, I'm a CM Punk mark, you know, to the T. So I have no shame in it. But I hope the final two of the Rumble are CM Punk and man's theme song that you're hearing here, Mr. Cody Rhodes. Um, this is a catchy song. Downstreet does a really good job when they do theme songs for WWE stars. Um, I like the lyrics of this too. I like the story. It tells a great story about Cody. You know, Cody Rhodes, man. Um, see what you want about his documentary on Peacock. I watched it. I thought it told his story very well. Um, easy way to follow it. I'd love to know more about what the personal issue was that he's left AEW. That just seems interesting. But I'm glad he's back in WWE. You know, he's made a, such a great name for himself, you know, and came out on top, and he's the biggest babyface in the company. And, you know, he's not like when, like, John Cena was a top babyface in the company, I hated him. Now I respect the fuck out of him, and I love John Cena. But I don't hate Cody Rhodes. Maybe I'm just older, a little bit more mature, but can't wait to see him. I, I hope the final two are him and Punk at that Rumble. Oh, and Punk. What's the, what's, the, what's the best call, right? Me, selfishly, I want Punk to win because he hasn't won a Rumble. And I want him to go face Rollins at WrestleMania. I'll be on my couch watching WrestleMania from Philly. Well, I'll be in Orlando, but I'll be watching that match, him and him and Rollins. God, that'll be good. That'll be good storytelling. I mean, then what? what you go to safer route. You have Cody win again and then go go take the title from Roman, right? Perfect. Or is it not in front of us? Does The Rock show up, win, and go face Roman? That would piss a lot of people off. I think the right call here is Punk winning the Rumble but again I'm a biased prick for Punk but I think you ride it and you ride this wave you ride it until you can't anymore I think you should beat CM Punk into the ground until people get sick of him and then turn him heel like you did it before you know Punk's gonna ride the wave through Wrestlemania of his return and it's still being like holy shit CM Punk is fucking back like it's still to me when, when I see him right he wrestled at Madison Square Garden 
seeing all those backstage shots of him. And then he wrestled in L.A., I think, too, or he's wrestling there tonight or something. Um, it's just like it's still so surreal. And he's the one who sold me the Tampa Bay Royal Rumble ticket for CM Punk. You know, you know and that's why WWE made that call. Shows you Vince McMahon truly is not in control anymore. I think that's good and bad. You know, it's sad. It's, it's sad to think about because Vince McMahon gave us some of the greatest wrestling memories of our lifetime, of our childhood. The Attitude Era. You know, I had a lot of people involved, but Vince was there. Vince had a big deal to do all, with all of that. So it feels, it feels weird to throw um, them to the side a little bit. Um, but speaking of things... Speaking of things I got back into, like the WWE, um, I got back into a, a phenomenal band uh, by the name of Municipal Waste. And I'm going to take a moment to rock your ears with Sadistic Magician. get through this um you listen to jedi talk 
you know of the news, Jack. Um, this was a rough year for family pets on my side. Um, it was a tough one. It was a tough one. Um, over in total, at least like on my side of the family, there were there were four family pets that we had to say goodbye to just for mostly all of the same reason, old age and complications that come along with that. Um, start with Bella, my dad and stepmom and my younger sister and younger brother's dog. Uh, they, they got Bella a decent amount of time ago. She was an older dog, but she thrived. I think she had been with them at least five or six years up in Wisconsin and just took a turn for worse and you know it was it was it was a wreck and it hurt them and Bella was such a good dog to them you know such a just a good dog and great for for their family um and I know they have another dog now um Sophie or Sophia I can't remember <laughs> um, but um you know you know hard to say goodbye to that to that dog you know it's these pets are staples and then one day unfortunately gone and then um my mom's dog, uh, Clarence Bentley. Um, I, 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 I kid you not that the nicest, the, the sweetest dog you've ever met in your life. Like, I know everyone thinks that they had that, but, you know, it's not easy for me to say that Winston's the sweetest dog in the world. I mean, he, he is, but Clarence has him beat, had him beat by like a step. Um, and Clarence was just, it just, he would like, if he could, he would, he would give you the sweater off his back kind of dog. And he just so sweet and unconditional love that dog had. And the poor guy just, 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 you know, he, he, he lived a great life and, and our family gave Clarence a spectacular life. So, um, I'll miss that dog. I will. I remember when I met him, he got to see, he got to just super excited. Just, just always excited to see you kind of dog. And then um, we had just talked about Jack on Jedi Talk. So, you know, I'm, I I know I've done all my crying about Jack. I'm done with that. I'm through the grieving. I mean, I'm still grieving necessarily, but it's just like, you know, Jack's known him for 50. The cat was 15 years old, which is, which is elderly age for cats. I completely understand that. I've known Jack since he was six weeks old, right? Had him since he was six weeks and he was part of my 40% of my life up until that point and that's crazy for him not to be around and just uh you know he had always existed even though he wasn't under my roof for part of those years just his existence and knowing that he was living a fantastic life was so comforting and the, the jack by far was the his hardest pet loss I've had to take since my first dog Sandy or my second dog Ozzy Jr. which which had there was a little bit of a tragic story behind that um and then my sister my brother-in-law my niece unfortunately had to say goodbye to their 18 year old cat Max just this past week before they moved it's, it's rough Max was a huge part of my brother-in-law's life so it, Max was like everywhere 18 years 18 years old gosh this cat cat's been in two decades and and you just have to say goodbye to them like such big parts of our life they're they're more than pets they're family they're always there they're always there no matter what 
lots of changes this year. Lots of changes, you know, losing pets, but also lots of changes. Hell for me. Could I ever picture myself as a father? <laughs> Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. They should re-theme Aerosmith to this band. Come on, Floyd. Let me take your picture, add it to the mixture. There it is, I got you now. Really nothing to it, anyone can do it. It's easy, easy we all know how. Now begins a changing, mental rearranging. Nothing's really where it's at. Daddy Apple Towers holding up a flower. I gave it to a Texas cat. Fact is, there's nothing out there you can't. I love, I fucking love the Muppets. Um, anyway, so, could you picture me as a father? <laughs> I am. I mean, how many times that was the bit that I railed into not having kids and never wanting to have kids? And boy, oh boy, did God or the alien simulation, the aliens in charge of our simulation say, oh yeah, we'll see about that down there, Red Rapture. <laughs> um... Man, I think having a kid is like both the greatest and most challenging thing that could ever happen to somebody. You know, I understand all the stuff that I didn't understand, and it's not that I never wanted to not understand it. It's just that I knew I didn't understand it, and I accepted that. But I also was very strong, and I still feel this way that people don't understand everybody's story. And that just not having kids doesn't make your life any easier than you perceive it to be. Like, I don't think my life's any harder with Lily in it. It's just different. And different things are challenging and different things are easier than what they were before it's 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 your mindset with it and i have and i'm continuously learning so many lessons both about myself about her and about courtney and about us as lily is directly and indirectly teaching it to us right you know that's i, I don't know if a lot of people talk about it and I'm, and I'm sure they do but i'm not in any mom or dad like groups or any bs like that um, so, um, yeah, one day Lily's going to pay Sonic 3. Um, that'll be badass. Uh, but, yeah, I'm not in any of those groups to be like, did you today feel that when your daughter hugged you and only spit up a little bit, that everything was better? Yeah, I'm not doing any of that shit. Um, I'm not sitting around a campfire singing Kumbaya. But kids teach you stuff and shit and so yeah, that's 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 what we're doing. It's it's that's what we're doing. Like I hope Lily comes back and listens to these because I want her to know, it, Lily, you're four months and like a day or two today right now. It's the final day of 2023 on the calendar, and we're in Phoenix. We're with Grandma, and Grandpa. Courtney's out with you, and your mom. God, my wife is the greatest person to ever exist. Just know that, always know that I feel that, and I know that, and we'll show you that as you grow up. Because um, right now, she's she's out there with you with Grandma and Grandpa while she's allowing me to, uh, well, not allowing, but to, she's like supporting my hobbies here on this podcast. Things that I can do, these creative things that 
you, Lily, inspire me to do that I've continuously been inspired by my surroundings, our surroundings, and this creativity that I hope to pass along to you so you can share this part with the world and hopefully on a grander stage than I ever could. You know, that's what, that's how I feel, you know, you know, and that's what I love. And, and Courtney's the greatest thing never happened to, to me, to us, Lily. And I want you to always know that. And I will teach you that. I will show you that. I will always show you that. So, um, could you picture that? Me as a dad, huh? And here we are. Here we absolutely are. Um, I, I mean, like, I think in the grand scheme of things, I'm I'm happy to have to have experienced it. I am, or a, a, experiencing it, I should say, like experiencing the the whole process of fatherhood and parenthood, because I could not imagine doing it with anyone else other than my soulmate and Courtney. So. That's enough of the somber and the mushy stuff, but I always like getting that out, especially on my solo shows. Um, so speaking of being incredibly happy about experiencing things, <laughs> um, I, I, I the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser closed this year. Um, we've talked about it in Fourth Mother Box, talked about it way more on Jedi Talk. I'm so incredibly proud that I was able to experience it twice, once this year with my co-host at Jedi Talk. And seeing this incredible performer live was worth just the fee itself. The rock star queen, the galactic superstar, Gaia. Look above and see the world slowly emerge before your eyes. Feel the swell as the moon begins to rise above the tide all around changes coming something new is in the air hear the call to the tribes of many distant places look around at the beautiful collage of faces here and now
Thank you all for listening to the fourth Mother Box this year. We'll see you in 2024.